my knuckle, it went on. The judge beamed and said, By the power vested in me by the sovereign state of California, I pronounce you husband and wife. Then he said to me, Congratulations, you may kiss your bride. Huh? Your bride? You may kiss her. Right, I said, and turned toward Carrie and caught hold of her arms and aimed my mouth in the general direction of hers. But I did all of that too fast, with about as much grace as a rhino wading through a bog. The result was our lips didn't meet. They didn't meet because I stepped on her foot. She let out a little yelp, did a hop-step to free herself, at the same time pushing out at me with her hands. The push made me hop-step, which caused my feet to get tangled together on the carpet, which led to a lurching backward stumble. I would have righted myself in a couple of steps, except that I didn't have room to take a couple of steps, one of the chamber's paneled walls being very close behind me. It was the wall that halted my momentum, hard enough to rattle it and me, and to dislodge something that was hanging there. I heard the something fall. Then I heard the ominous sound of glass breaking. Then I heard silence. I looked down at my feet. The something was a framed diploma, the judge's law school diploma. Automatically, I reached down to pick it up. But I didn't pick it up because a sliver of glass sliced into my finger and the sting jerked me upright again. The finger was bleeding. I put it into my mouth. They were all staring at me, I saw then. Carrie, Sybil, the DeFalcos, the judge. Each as still as a statue, staring at me. Nobody made a sound. But I knew what they were thinking. I was thinking the same thing myself. I took the bloody finger out of my mouth. Sorry, I said. Clumsy, I said. Horse's ass, I thought. Carrie said, For heaven's sake, will you stop apologizing? I'm not upset. I don't see why you should be. But the way I behaved... You were just being you, my love. That's reassuring. Thanks a lot. The five of us were in stars on Golden Gate, one of San Francisco's better restaurants, for what was supposed to be a festive wedding lunch. But I couldn't seem to get into the spirit of it. I was still wearing my embarrassment like a hair shirt. Other people get married, I said. Thousands of people every day, and things like that don't happen to them. They have simple, dignified ceremonies. But ours? Oh, no. No dignity at all. That's because you're klutz, DeFalco said. I was nervous, sure. I admit that. I couldn't help it. But stepping on Carrie's foot, it was a crazy fluke thing. I'm not that clumsy, for God's sake. If you ask me, DeFalco said, you'd have made a great fall for the Marx brothers. Shut up, Joe, his wife said. Shut up, Joe, I said. 
Memo ought to write it up for the Chronicle, he said. Private eye, Rex Havoc, at own nuptials. What do you think? I think I wish I'd ask somebody other than a smart-ass reporter to stand up for me. Sybil said, Well, I thought the judge was very nice about it, didn't you? Sure he was, DeFalco agreed. With the fifty bucks our blushing groom slipped him, he can replace the busted frame and then take his missus out for a steak dinner. Shut up, Joe, Nancy said. Shut up, Joe, I said. Carrie said, I'm starving. Is anybody else starving? Not me. I don't have any appetite. You'd better eat, tiger. She winked at me. Keep your strength up. He'll need more.